Hello, and welcome to your daily dose of truth to hear. I am Melanie Keenan, and today's program is Diving Deeper Bible Study. Have you ever just had um, one of those days? Things are just discombobulated. Well, if you have, then you'll understand because I am in the middle of one of those days. Um, we are live. Feel free to chat. Um, we're going to be talking about more of the Feast of God. Um, today is Rosh Hashanah. That's our topic for today. So please feel free to chat, ask questions, have a conversation about anything, whether it's the Lord's Feast or anything else that's on your heart or on your mind. Um, some days we're just not focused on the things that we're supposed to be on. You ever have one of those days? Um, well, I tell you what, I am having one of those days. It is very difficult to do the scheduled event, um, but we're gonna do that because it's important to God that even when life throws you a curve, even when you're out of sort or things are going on, it is important to stay focused on the things of God and what he has for us to do. So there's just an extra nugget that I hope you can take even before we get into the study today, that press through, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to take over all your emotions with the word of God, renew your mind so that you can do the things that God has called you to do and all of the distractions and the emotions and the things that go on that try to hinder that, just, just don't give it that power. It's not easy. Believe me, I know. But just seek God. Ask him to override what is wrong and to get you to be renewed in your mind and refreshed in your spirit. But today, we're going to continue in this study. Um, the feasts of God. We talked about um, why do we as Christians celebrate the Lord's feast? Is it for us or just for the Jewish nation? Um, didn't Jesus fulfill the law? We, we went over that in the first week and we talked about the Sabbath. Why do we talk about the Sabbath? Because within these holy days, there are often a high Sabbath, um, which means that you have extra Sabbaths within the time of the feast or the celebration. So it's important to know what the Sabbath is, why, and how do we um, honor it today? We also went over the Passover, which was just recent. It ended April 4th. And we went over the day of Pentecost, which will be May 16th through May 18th. So if you've missed any of those sessions, feel free to go to our YouTube channel at, at Truth to Hear. Um, I will put that up. Let's see um, where that is. I'll try to put that up on the board for you so you can see it. But here you go. Um, you can watch any of our daily doses that you have missed at, at Truth to Hear um, on YouTube or Facebook. Um, and they are also at socialmediashows.com. So you can feel free to do that and um, catch up. But before we go on, please, by all means, um, hit like and subscribe to this channel and share it so that we can get the word out that there's content on social media that um, is helpful to you. 
and, and helpful to be heard. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about Rosh Hashanah. Um, what is Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year, and it falls this year, September 6th through September 8th. It's also called the Feast of the Trumpets. Um, and I love that. I love the Feast of the Trumpets. I love that um, there is activity. There is a sounding of a trumpet that comes with this. And we're going to talk more about what does a trumpet do? What's the significance of a trumpet at the feast? It's also called the Day of Shouting or Blasting. So the trumpets are blasting, people are shouting and rejoicing in the Lord. Um, and that is what this is about. Um, so let's look at some scripture that tells us a little bit about the Feast of the Trumpets. We're going to go first to Leviticus 23, 23 through 25. The Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites on the first day of the seventh month, you are to have a day of Sabbath rest, a sacred assembly commemorated with trumpet blast. Do no regular work, but present a food offering to the Lord. So we see here that it is the first day of the seventh month. Um, the seventh day, or what did it say? The first day of the seventh month. All right. And so we see that it is a Sabbath. So this is a time that you are going to take that Sabbath holy rest and do no work. And you're going to glorify the Lord. You're going to celebrate the Lord um, and reflect on him. There's another scripture I want to go over. And that is Numbers 29, 1 through 6. It says on the first day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets. So again, no regular work, it is a Sabbath and you sound the trumpets. Um, so, but let me address something just a little bit and I'm not too knowledgeable about this and I didn't study this in full, um, but it just came up in my, my mind. It does say the first day of the seventh month. So now we're looking at a Jewish calendar or the Hebrew calendar. We're not looking at the calendar that you and I use every day. And that calendar goes by counting days. It's not a strict 365. So every first of the month or every seventh of the month is the same day. It is not. So we're not looking at our calendar that is, is kind of um, firm in its days. We're looking at a calendar that is fluid as far as the counting of the days is what matters. And different days fall on different days every year, if that makes any sense. If you're interested in, in Learning about that, I could do that next week, look it up, and we can talk over how does the Hebrew calendar versus our calendar actually compare. Um, let me write a note to that, and I will actually cover that next Thursday. Um, let me write that note. All right, so let's continue. So it's a day of trumpets, trumpets sounding. I can remember when uh, my kids were younger and my son had this um, toy horn and it's so funny because he would blow it on the on the day of trumpets we would walk around and he would blow the trumpet sound on his on his horn and one year in between the celebrations the horn broke 
And I think like the horn thing must have turned around inside of it because you would have to suck in like that to blow the horn instead of blowing out. And it was really awkward, but um, that's the only horn we had. And so he grabbed that horn and he still did it, but he was sucking in, he would go and it was just, just the most hilarious thing. But what horn do does he talk to us? Are they talking about in scripture? Well, let's go to this. I'm going to put this on the bottom of the screen. It's Psalms 81.3. It says, blow the trumpet at the new moon at the full day and on our feast day. So they do blow trumpets a different time throughout the Bible. It is a significant act or symbol biblically. So what trumpet are they talking about? It is called a shofar or a ram's horn. And what does that look like? Well, here's what it looks like. There's a shofar or a ram's horn. Now, many people, if you go on um, YouTube, you can actually, and I actually love listening to the shofar blowing, um, you can go on YouTube and put in shofar and get some um, really great shofar blowing that is anointed. And you can play this on the Feast of Trumpets. Um, you can even play it in the morning just to break the sound and break the, the atmosphere that you're um, dwelling in, in your home, in your office space. Um, it is a significant sound, so you don't wanna blast it so much. People might get aggravated with you, but it is a great way to set the atmosphere for the presence of the Lord in your home, in your office space, in your car, wherever you need it. And boy, do I need to blow the shofar in my home today, which I might just do when we're done with this lesson. Um, so that is the horn. It is a shofar and it's used many, many times in the Bible. Um, when is this used in the Bible? Well, I'll tell you, let's go through some of them. Um, Numbers 10, 10, it says this, also at your times of rejoicing, your appointed festivals and new moon feast, you are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, and they will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord, your God. Also, we have in 1 Chronicles 13, 8, David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might before God with songs and with harps, lyres, timbrels, cymbals, and trumpets. And then we want to go back one more to Numbers. I'm sorry, to Numbers 10.9. When you go into battle in your own land against an enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast on the trumpets then you will be remembered by the Lord your God and be rescued from the enemies. So just like I said, it's a great thing to do in your home when you're feeling the stress or you're feeling that buildup and that you're, you're just, uh, something's just off. Sound the shofar and let it break up. Let God hear the sound and break the battle. Let the war in the spiritual realm begin over you. Um, and it really does amazing things. And I'm so thankful right now personally for the holy spirit reminding me of that because it's exactly what i need in my home in my life right now like i said i'm just for no reason i'm just discombobulated today but i am thankful to still be here so 
we see it throughout scripture. It is used to rejoice. It is used to honor God at the feasts and festivals. And it's also used as a sound to, to, to go before God's move to break down the enemy, to defeat the enemy. There is no better scripture than the scripture that we find for the walls of Jericho. Okay, for those who don't know, I'm going to put up where it's found. It's Joshua 6, 1 through 27. It's Joshua and the walls of Jericho. Now, this is something that we, you know, in churches, we teach our young children all the time, that you walk around the walls of Jericho, and on the seventh time you blow the sound of the trumpet, you blow the horn, and the walls came tumbling down. And that's what happens, you know. we. Let's go to the verse. It's Joshua 6.20. At the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed and they took the city. See, God told them, Joshua, go and take the city. But there was a great army against them. And so they, they were told, march around the walls of Jericho, the city of Jericho, six, seven times. And on the seventh time, sound the trumpet. Well, I will say this, um, that seven times, it is a symbol of what happens in Revelation. There are seven trumpet sounds. And on the seventh trumpet, on the seventh sound, that's when Jesus comes for his people, those called by his name. We're gonna look at that a little bit later, but you gotta um, you know, understand, here we are, is Joshua and going around that which God told him to take and the seventh trumpet sound allows the walls to break down and they were able to obtain what the Lord had for them. And so what do we need to be broken in our lives? What are we trying to run around and walk around and defeat in our own strength, in our own might? And God is saying, sound the trumpet. Like, I got this, just give it to me, sound the trumpet, and I will defeat the enemy for you. Because it's always the power of God that defeats our enemies. We can't defeat our enemy in our own right. They will, the enemy will devour us without the Lord. So we see that the trumpet symbolizes the final defeat of the enemy in battle. God's holy presence with us and rejoicing of what God has done and who he is. Great rejoicing. And that's what the Feast of Tabernacles uh, is about. The Feast of Trumpets, I'm sorry. The Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah is about. It is about understanding that days to come, it precedes the Day of Atonement, which we will talk more about next week. But the Day of Atonement is about repentance. It's that day of the year where you are just going before the Lord just as you are and you are acknowledging all of your sin, all of the times that temptation has taken and you've looked upon it and you've agreed with it and you've acted on it. It's about going before the Lord for his atonement for our sin. And so the, the Feast of Trumpets were sounding that horn saying, you know what? The Lord is coming again. 
But guess what? He has already come and he has atoned for us. It's that sounding of preparation. It's saying, hey, get ready, get prepared for the day of atonement is at hand. And so that's why you have the Feast of the Trumpets. And then following that, you have the day of repentance, the day of atonement. And so we're going to sound the trumpets. And then we're going to prepare ourselves for two things. One, to, to rejoice that Jesus has already, through his blood sacrifice, through raising from the dead, and going up and being at the right-hand side of the Father, that he has atoned for our sin. He has already done that. And we thank God for that. And we rejoice in that. But it's also a reminder that Jesus is coming back for those called by his name. And we are to sound the trumpet in rejoicing that as hard as this life might be, as much as we might go through, Jesus is coming back for those who are steadfast in his ways, those who honor and glorify the Lord with their entire life. That's so beautiful. When that final trumpet sounds, that's what we're preparing for. And we find that it's in Revelation eleven eighteen, 18. Um, and let me just say what that says. It says, and the nations were angry and your wrath has come in the time of the dead that they should be judged and that you should give reward to your servants, the prophets and to the saints, to them that fear your name, small and great. Isn't that beautiful? So the Feast of Trumpets is a preparation time. It's a time for us to get ourselves together before the Lord and sound the trumpet. Let the enemy know, hey, you know what? You don't win. Not only do you not win, you have already lost. My life was already atoned for by the blood of Jesus. It's a time that we're going to sit and do no work and no labor and rejoice and celebrate with a feast that Jesus is coming back for us that we can hold on and we can serve the Lord with all our might and all our strength because he is coming back for those called by his name. So I know we have some time, right? It's um, not until September 6th and September 8th, but I'll tell you what, I want us to get ready. I want us to get ready um, to be able to honor God with these holy days. Of course, when it gets closer, I'll probably put a snippet of this up again, um, but look into it. See what the Lord shows you, what the Holy Spirit reveals to you about your participation in these holy days of God. It is so great to celebrate with family and friends the traditions of man and the holidays that man has, but there is spiritual, blessings. There is spiritual victory. There is an honoring of our God when we celebrate his high holy days as well. Thank you for listening to me today. I want to share um, something with you, something that is, is dear to my heart these days. We are opening up a home 
um, called Bridge the Gap Transition and Educational Center. It's gonna be a safe environment to women and children who transition from all that they lost back to who they are called to be. And I'm excited um, to say that we have almost raised all the funds. We just need a little bit of help from you to continue to raise the funds for this um, program, for this housing. So if you can donate um, a one-time gift or a monthly gift, you can um, donate through PayPal at paypal.me at truth to hear um, And it is tax deductible. We are a 5013C nonprofit organization. So um, if you want more information about that, um, feel free to um, email me at info at truth to and I will personally answer your questions. Or you can just go on a social media site and comment or um, I think DM me at, at truth to hear as well. And thank you so much for your support, um, not only financial support for this program, but also your prayer support. And um, may God bless you. May we be ready for the day of the Lord.